And I think if LeBron would have been like, I'm fine playing 1B to your 1A, Shaq obviously staying. I think they get eight championships in a row. What? <laughs> what was that? This is the show that replays the should-have-beens, could-have-beens, and great what-ifs in sports. This is Replay the Down. What if LeBron swapped places with a few other legends in the game? This is Replay the Down, and I'm your host, Tyler Wessel, here with my friends Jason Delarusso and Nathan Adams. What up? What's up, everybody? You want to head straight to our main topic today? Just jump ahead to about the 12 and a half minute mark, and we'll see you there. Otherwise, let's head to our opening segment. Instant Replay. So, a couple games into the World Series, all of us definitely nailed our World Series picks. That's right, don't bet with us, folks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, do not bet with us. We had the Dodgers, the Braves, and the Mets. And the Mets. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure none of them won a series. I would have not, I wouldn't have picked the Phillies to be in the World Series. So, yeah, definitely don't take my baseball picks seriously. I was going to pick the Astros, but I couldn't, I just couldn't in good conscience pick the Astros because of not a fan of so, trash so I guess my, fir- my first question is like <laughs> will the Astros ever do you think do you think people will eventually forgive them or they'll as long as kind of that same core is still there they'll people will still root against the Astros or will they are they the new Yankees and they will always root against the Astros yeah I mean I think I think they that people are just going to continue rooting against them I mean as with you know even when we were talking about this you know steroid era uh, in baseball, people hold grudges for a very long time. And the Astros stealing signs is not something that people are going to get over quickly. Um, you know, eventually it will fade in time, but recent, if they win it again, that's not going to do anything to soothe the people that already hate them, uh, you know, or quell the response to, to, to what happened. That may even make him more suspicious that they're doing something else that people need yeah. to look into. So for me, I, I think it's a long road to go for Astro fans. Yeah, my guess would be some will and some won't, which isn't very exciting. But I it, clearly, I think Major League Baseball and those that love the sport that don't have an interest in another team, right, are ready for the world to move on from the trash can scandal. Uh, you know, I gave my Twitter outrage to you all a couple of, I think it was last week, um, you know, within the ESPN article that, talked about how great the Astros are and how they've been able to sustain the success that only mentioned, uh, you know, in passing, I think an infamous occasion didn't even reference trash cans or stealing signs or something like that. And so I think there clearly is uh, some desire to move on. I read another article that was like, well, they, they cheated, but it really wasn't effective, which made me go great. So you stunk at cheating, but because it didn't work, we're supposed to all move on um, from that. And it gave analytics and some signs, but uh, I, you know, the same way I would say that folks talk about the Patriots, right? There'll be folks that are constantly talk about Deflate Gate um, or the recording Jason. scandal, <laughs> and you know, uh, yeah, I'm one of those, <laughs> right? And you know, what do you think about the Patriots? Like, clearly they won a bunch, and some of those probably, you know, were tainted. Maybe you would say. But I think we'd also recognize that. Well, yeah, we had to were, change half our game plan. We were, they were pretty, they're pretty great as well, right? So yeah, I don't okay. know. I think folks will move on. I don't think folks have moved. I haven't moved on as an AL East rooting team. Um, but eventually, folks are going to go. Yeah, whatever. It's been ten years. 
20 years. Um, I mean, I think you guys both have good points. Like, yes, most people, a lot of people will probably get over it, but baseball does seem to hold a grudge, at least within baseball and the, the purists. And I think people within the league are going to hold grudges. I mean, I, I look at some of these players who may have gotten better contracts if it weren't for that. Um, if they're, if they had been, uh, pitching better because they didn't know who, what the signs were. It's just, I mean, I, I feel like if, if this isn't my thought, but I think that the, the prevalent theory is like, if you're not cheating, you're not trying. <laughs> and so, uh, there's a lot of uh, people who are going to look for an advantage in, in a game where there's such razor thin margins. I think people will try to push the boundaries. And I mean, there's a whole thing about, uh, Astros player using Albert Pujols bat that apparently was banned. And so I'm like, Oh great. Here's another scandal. People are going to talk about with the Astros. And someone was like, Oh, this guy was totally using a foreign substance, even though they check it every inning or every few innings or whatnot. So they may be the Yankees for a little while though, where people just don't want to root for them because they don't think it's fair and they don't think they should have yeah, kept the, the title. The Yankees are, I think the, Folks don't like the Yankees because, you know, it's a non-salary cap league and they spend and spend and spend and spend the Dodgers as well. Um, but the Astro, I, I feel badly. Can I say it that way? I wish there was another team that could be as successful as the Astros. They didn't have that baggage for baseball's sake, right? Like, it's just, it's unattractive to me anyway to be like, I'm going to watch the World Series. I mean, I guess it's great if I watch and I'm rooting against the Astros. That gives me a reason to watch. But tend to think you'd want two great stories is a better sell than root against this villain that cheated versus a villain that is just spending differently and playing within the rules or at least as far as we know like the yankees are just using their resources it's different than a villain that cheated to start this streak of great success well let's transition from that to uh maybe a a different sport where there's uh, maybe some unlikable people, and that's the Brooklyn Nets. <laughs> so news came out today that uh, the Nets have fired Steve Nash, and though it appears to be a mutual party, and I don't blame Steve Nash for wanting to get out of that mess. And who are they hiring? Boston's very own Udoka, who's supposed to be suspended for the year, at least by the team. Now, I don't know if the league gets involved here by the team sure. it's very interesting like will the league get involved or is that just with a, a is that a organizational policy is very it it seems very strange that someone could have be they said why he was suspended i mean i still I, don't even know for sure for sure why there's a lot of rumors they, we're not going to get into that using, <laughs> i'm just saying that nobody yeah, is really using said. his authority and a relationship over a subordinate yeah. is kind of the most i mean but did they actually officially. say it no i haven't seen it right that, yeah so we just know that he's suspended for something. So something inappropriate with a female <laughs> colleague or subordinate or something. allegedly Tyler. Allegedly, I still haven't and, seen and it. by the team. Oh, I mean, I think I'm pretty. I heard sh- they hired a they hired an investigator or an attorney or something, and that's what they came to the conclusion was that 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 individual. That's what I've read earlier. Okay. Um, so and it, I think it is a suspension by the team rather than the league. It is, and that. The Celtics aren't even going to ask for any type of well, and that's that's kind of my question. Would you, if you were Boston, for his rights, if you were Boston, would you let him go to a division rival without getting compensation, even though he's suspended? I mean, they want to be rid of him clearly, but he just took you to the finals and and close to a championship. 
would you really let him go coach in your division for nothing back? There's got to be a <laughs> there's got to be a, a fear of a lawsuit. Right? I mean, there's got to be a reason, I mean, right? Like, though why he's suspended and how yeah. bad it was is the answer to my question because I still don't know how bad it was. I mean, we can all sit here and guess and see the reports and people claim to have the inside, but I don't really know. But if you're going to let him walk to a division rival, that's got to be bad, right? For no compensation. <laughs> yeah. It'll be interesting. Well, that's why I think there's, there's like, well, what would, if that if they don't allow him to do that, what is he going to do legally? He's under contract, the though. coaches association or the players association? Well, they can't do anything. He's under, like, Is he being compensated? I mean, he's under contract. Is he being compensated? I, I, is, he, is it unpaid I, suspension? I, I don't know. I, 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 again. I don't <laughs> yeah, I don't know those details. <laughs> Nothing's really been said, so. Yeah. I mean, if he's suspended and it's in his contract, what he can be suspended for, whatever it is, there's always provisions in contracts. I mean, they can't, I mean, he, he could probably, anybody can sue for anything, but him winning probably is not, depending on what it was. Yeah, I don't not know. Not going to hold water. So, I mean, ha- the only thing I can think of when I mean, this maybe news- Maybe it's the headache. I mean, if the news came out- Just getting rid of a headache. That's all I was going to say. When the news yeah. came out today, the first thing I thought was- Wow, it must be worse than what's being reported if they're just going to let him walk let with him no confidence. Yeah, to a division rival. See, I, th- with- I think the opposite, but I hear you. I mean, I think it'd be either. But I mean, if it was not bad, not wouldn't you just bad. let him no go idea, for but- nothing? And then if, if if it's that bad, what you? They t- are letting him go for why nothing. Why are you taking him on for Brooklyn if if it's really that bad? Do you want to? That's the question. Do you bring what that is Brooklyn back doing? In? And, and should you bring that back in? I mean, there's. Well, it seems, I mean, Nathan, I, I know you and I, and, and probably Jason, you have as well, but like, we always talk about like, boy, coaches, you talk about like Urban Meyer and the things he's done off the field and he keeps getting chances and he keeps getting chances. And it's just like, do we have no sense of like ethics in sports Are we really talking about this after Deshaun Watson in the offseason? Exactly. I mean, yeah. that has gone out oh, the goodness. window in sports after Deshaun that's what Watson, I'm saying, right? That's a perfect example. You have Deshaun Watson suspended for what? 10 games, 12 games, and then you have for for 20-something, 30 women, and then you have Calvin Ridley suspended a year for gambling $1,500 on an NFL <laughs> thing. And I'm just like, where's your priorities here? Like, come on, people. Uh, hey. With winning. If you, that's what their job winning, is, right? That's right. Like, yeah. people forget about it once I, you Yeah, that I agree with it necessarily, but that's what... And and there is a relationship with the, with the GM... Um, well, because he used to, he was an assistant coach. John Marks, and so that's part of He was an assistant that. coach with, with the Nets, the Nets yeah. right? Yeah. And so, but it does still make you go, like, what What are they doing? Mm-hmm. Like, even if you take the morals and the ethics out of the, and and I'm in the bill, the 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 business in my day job of, of forgiveness, right? And so, <laughs> second chances, that's the thing that I Reverend literally Nathan. preach. But, that's right. And so, I'm not going to say that he's not deserving of a second chance, but it does make you ask, like, from a basketball at the, from a basketball perspective as well, like what are the Nets doing? Yeah. Like well, in that environment, how too. much chaos do you want to bring into your world? Like it's not working. How can you hold? How can you hold your teams and, and your assistant coaches and anyone on your staff accountable if you yourself aren't accountable? Have we talked about Kyrie on the Nets? Oh boy. I, <laughs> I mean, I that's there to. too now. I'm tired of talking about Kyrie. Kyrie. We, we envision some of these player swaps, yeah. right? Like, yeah. I mean, did anybody see him um, go at it with the reporter the other day? I mean, that uh, that you know. I and mean, it, didn't he just tweet like support for for? I still call him Kanye. I don't care what right. his name is. Jason's, yeah, like, come on. I mean, uh-huh. they have some great dudes up there at Brooklyn. 
I mean, what are we talking about? I mean, I, I mean, they know what they're looking for. <laughs> oh man! So what? I mean, it's, that's what it almost feels like, right? Us against the world. I really, when I saw the news today, wanted to be like, "Why are they hiring a coach?" Like Durant and Kyrie said they didn't need a coach. Yeah. Like, save some money. Yeah, let's do it. And that's let's exactly the two people it. I could imagine saying that. That's what's funny. Out of any people in the NBA that would say that, I'd be like, "Yeah, that's that's them." <laughs> oh man! Yeah. The next well, would be LeBron. It's inter- five, entertainment, right? entertainment. Well, off. speaking of LeBron, uh, this is going to be part three, I guess, of our episode of uh, talking about LeBron. A lot of people like to talk about, well, what if LeBron had just played in the 80s? He wouldn't have been able to handle all that contact. Or uh, what if Jordan played now with all his, the, the rules? He would get to the free throw line all the time and whatnot. So let's talk about it. Let's do a player swap with a couple legends in the NBA. The main event. Let's swap LeBron first. We'll go back. Michael Jordan. It's the obvious comparison that all people do. What if you put LeBron on the Bulls in 1984 and you put Jordan, we're going to go with the Cavs in 2003? How do their careers look different? Can LeBron. I think LeBron can thrive anywhere, but how does LeBron fit in a much more physical league? And how does Jordan fit in a smaller, it's not Chicago. I mean, he helped build Chicago, but Chicago is still a big, big city. But how does he thrive? Does he thrive in Cleveland or does he want to go elsewhere? Kind of like LeBron eventually did. Nathan, as our resident Homer, we'll let you take this one first. That's right. Resident Homer for LeBron, uh, not for the Lakers or the Heat, but um, I would say, I mean, they play two different positions and they play the game, I think, differently, clearly than one another. So having having said that or making allowances for that, um, I, I don't have a huge, super intuitive take on this except to say I think they both would probably still be successful. Um, now, would they have the same record and the same career? Um, who knows? I I don't know that we'd say LeBron is going to get six. I don't know that uh, we'd say that Jordan is going to get four. And it's certainly not the way that um, LeBron get, got his four or has gotten his four so far. Um, I think LeBron's physicality in the 80s, I think he would have been fine, frankly. LeBron is massive like and is not afraid of playing all five positions and has played all five positions throughout his career at different times as needed. I think he would have been fine. Maybe his career doesn't last, you know, he's what it's in 20th season this year. So maybe his career doesn't last as long. Um, but certainly I think he could have taken those teams. I, I, I think we undersell oh, yeah. how great Scotty Pippen was uh, historically as a running mate. Um, Scotty would agree with you with Jordan. And so taking that, <laughs> taking Rodman, another hall of fame, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> taking Rodman as another hall of famer. I was trying to, you know, who are the hall of famers that LeBron played with in their prime? You, you may be Bosch and well, Wade would be argue. For sure. Um, yeah. you could argue, I think, um, but certainly not the, in his prime, his was Wade in no. his prime when LeBron got to, he was probably on Miami the, starting yeah. on the, and maybe you would argue that Rodman wasn't probably. either, but yeah. I wonder though, the other way, what, you know, LeBron, especially the second time in Cleveland had to deal with Curry and the Warriors and the shooting, you know, the best mm-hmm. shooter in the history of the game. Can we say, can we, yeah. can we 
call Curry that. That was not Jordan. That was not Jordan. And that's not LeBron either. He developed his three-point shot throughout his career. So I wonder how LeBron, or excuse me, I wonder how Jordan would have had to have adjusted with the shooting. Um, and the support, this pains me to say it, guys, but I think the 90s Bulls supporting cast for those six championship teams was better for its era relative to certainly the Cavalier teams and the Lakers teams. We could maybe make an argument around the Heat teams as to which teams were better. Um, and Jordan was the 70, what, 72 yep. game winning team. Um, had to go against the 73 mm-hmm. win team you know, with the Warriors. So I think they win the ter- multiple championships in either, in either swap. I don't know that either of them would win as many as they did where they were. Say it that way. I, I wonder when I, when I think of Jordan in the eighties and early night, I th- the first image that comes to mind is the bad boy Pistons <laughs> and the physicality and the Jordan rules and yeah. like them. Fly- I mean, you have guys suspended for some of those fouls now. <laughs> like they, they were just allowed to just like murder each other on the court. Absolutely. And I want, you know, like you said, he probably couldn't go 20 years with that kind of physicality just with his type of game. Um, does, would he have adjusted? I mean, growing up in that type of environment where he's always looking for calls right now, would he have been as kind of, cutthroat as jordan and who took it personally i think at that point when he would get fouled like that as opposed to just looking for calls jason what do you think it's true yeah uh i think what sets lebron and jordan apart is mentality i mean the work ethic of michael jordan and then demanding of his teammates during the off season and even in practices every time is legendary he was brutal to to be a teammate of. He demanded so much of all his teammates, and that Did was twenty four seven. He was so competitive. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. He punched a couple of people in practice. It wasn't just Steve Kerr, and he was ruthless with them. You know, and the only other player I can compare in the modern era to him, as far Kobe, as that, yeah. is Kobe actually, and that drive and worth sure, ethic yeah. and the demand on his teammates. So for me. If you take LeBron without that work ethic, you know, you know, the same level that that Jordan had and put him against some of those teams that Jordan were facing, even with the same competition. And even though LeBron is stronger than Jordan, um, I still don't think LeBron would win as much just because even though they had the players, everybody remembers, it looks like it now looking in hindsight. He made those players what they were, too, in a certain degree by driving them to be better and demanding yeah. them of it. And have we seen that from LeBron? I, I don't think I've seen it as much as I've seen it from Jordan. Jordan is Not to legendary. that level. Not no. to that level, no. I think when he went back to, to Cleveland. Le- LeBron I, certainly elevated talent around him, though. I think, oh, absolutely. In a way that maybe well, Jordan yes. didn't. But to that degree, I mean, so when we look back now, it's kind of, yeah, I mean, you know, it's, you know, tinted glasses, but I mean, would LeBron get championships on the, the, the Bulls team? Yeah. I mean, what position would he play? I'm, I'm still not sold. He played forward back, a small forward back then. I think he'd be point power forward. It's probably where they had put him back in that day. He should be power forward That's probably where he would end it up. In small ball. Yeah. I mean, I agree, but that's probably where he would end up in, in, in the, in the 90s and, and maybe even in the 80s. So. I mean, what, you know, how would his career look there? But I still think he would have got a couple. Who would he get more? 
Jordan developed his game, if you guys remember. When he knew he had to, he constantly developed his game and tried to tweak it to find any holes in it to make himself better. And if somebody had something on him that he knew could beat him, he would work tirelessly to try to improve that so it wouldn't be a disadvantage for him. So I think if you put him into the modern era, I don't know if you'll have players that play with him as much because, you know, the modern era is completely different when it comes to, you know, what you're demanding. But as far as champions, I think Jordan edges him out, which would be no surprise to anybody that knows me. Um, I think Jordan edges him out on championships, even if you put him in the modern era and swap him. LeBron will still get some, but not as many as Jordan would so, in the modern era. How does LeBron look different with maybe Phil Jackson? <laughs> I wanted how coaching going to absolutely. Yeah. That would be that would have been something. I mean, to you see, talk about his say. passing ability, his vision, his basketball IQ in the triangle offense. Um, I think as long as you have shooters around him. Now, the thing is if you put if you put LeBron on the Bulls in the eighties, you're probably not drafting Scottie Pippen. You know, you're going after someone else, mm. more of a guard, I think, at that point. But does does he succeed? more in that situation i want to get back to this because because i want to do kobe here in a second phil jackson with kobe as well but um what does jordan do in cleveland is is he the type of guy who would just see it as a challenge and stay in cleveland no matter what like i'm gonna build this i'm gonna dominate this yes or what do you think he would have tried to look for a major market at some point i don't i don't i don't think so i mean he always took it personally I mean, he took it personally to win. As long as they treated him right, you know what I'm saying, we're up front. Like, they, you know, they weren't always that way at the Bulls. Remember, that was the contentious issue was pay and whether they're being up front uh, with him. And if they were trying to win, as long as the Cavs and the Cavs seemed like they were giving LeBron everything to me yeah. from an outsider perspective, I think he would have tried. I mean, he didn't, you know, he, he tried everything. He didn't even want to leave Bulls at the end if it wasn't for Reindorf. Yeah. So, I mean, he didn't, he didn't yeah. want to leave. So... I think he would have stayed. And was there a, you know, a yeah. free agency is so different between the two areas too, right? Like how many, I, we could go back and look at player movement and player empowerment yeah, and all those terms that are their catchphrases over the last five to 10 years that people rightfully are not, you know, blame or thank LeBron, depending on your take. But yeah, I think even just the way that folks did move around, I would imagine that he would stay with the team that drafted him and try to make it happen and and maybe with that chip on the shoulder you guys don't think i can do this in cleveland so i'm gonna i'm gonna do this right and like you said jason if the g and, and wayne Embry was the gm during the 90s and was a heck of a gm and built some great teams in cleveland that ended up bowing out to jordan um and so you have to imagine you know that that he would have continued to do that and tried to do his best uh Embry to to surround Jordan with the talent necessary to to get out of the central and eventually out of the yeah. east and and win. I'm interested in what you know the dream mm. team, which I think is our generation yeah. holds in ah <laughs> and like you know what how does LeBron do playing against Carl Malone and Charles Barkley and Stockton all the Hall of Sean Famers Kemp on and, the dream and team Kemp was on dream team too <laughs> but all those Hall of Famers yeah. Um, our, and I, you know, we're comparing eras. So clearly our current era and LeBron's era has some all time greats as well. I do, I, I do get a little, you know, Nostalgic. sentimental and misty eyed and just wonder like, man, some of those folks that didn't get a yeah. ring because of Jordan, you know, how <laughs> would have a LeBron led bulls team matched up against some of those folks? 
it will Malone would have would have definitely matched up against him. That would have been physical. the, the matchup. He was very Malone physical. on him. Yeah. And, he, and he's you know, the tall, the length. It would it had to be Malone that would have matched up, I would have think, on him. So that would have been an interesting matchup for me. Barkley, I mean, again, probably would have matched up on LeBron. Uh, Barkley was something else back then, though. <laughs> he would have really made LeBron yeah. mad. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, because you think about it, that's why I say he was probably more of a power forward because the people they probably match him on because of his size and physicality, LeBron, is power forwards mostly yeah. back in the day. That's who would have probably matched him up because he's, what, six nine and a half or so? 280? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, that's power talking forward about Sean back Kemp, in the day. Like you said, Sean Kemp. Carl Malone, yep, Sean Barkley. Kemp. Uh, yeah. Who else did they? I mean, they beat Portland, and they beat the Lakers. Um, yeah, I mean, um, I think like John John Paxson with the shot in, the, was that 92, 92? Uh, the Jazz um, against that, yeah. the Suns. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, does, DeBar- does Barkley get his ring? I mean, I love the one Capital One. It's a Capital One commercial. He's like, I finally have my championship. <laughs> And he's on a he's on a boat, <laughs> but um, Barkley would have been a tough matchup. I wonder how Jordan matches up with the folks that you know, the Currys, um, Nowitzkis. I know it's not the same position. Wade, Kobe, the Durant, the Thunder, Wade, yeah. Kobe, Wade, yeah. Kobe, yeah, man, Kobe um, versus Le- uh, Michael ooh. Jordan in their primes, man. That would be, <laughs> man. <laughs> That'd be great. Well, even Wade, though. I mean, Wade to be good, but Curry would give Jordan tons of. Well, even Thompson would give Jordan problems because yeah. quickness and the ability to hit long range. Um, you know, quickly. I mean, they can hit the three quickly. It's bang bang. And um, yeah, the Spurs I teams, gave, yeah. I mean, cool, they would have yeah. given Jordan problems. I think some of the 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 quicker guards that can pull up quickly yeah. and shoot. You know, and knock it down. I mean, so. I, I look at like Jimmy Butler and his game, and he's not as pure a shooter, obviously, at all, like Michael Jordan. But yep. when you when you talk about like types of games, even though he's not as he does, he's a very similar type of game as Jordan. He's just not nearly as good at it. But like a lot of people think Jimmy isn't a superstar because he doesn't have the three point, and because he's not a physical freak. Like, would Jordan be viewed like that in today's era? Maybe that's a good point, Tyler. That's a good point because it is three ball nowadays. Everybody's got to hit the. Three. I mean, Jordan three did ball, go absolutely. against Portland in the, in the classic shrug yeah. when he went, you know, off deep in the in the one play, uh, finals game. So maybe he develops his three point shot, but that was never yeah, his, his strength. Push off on Elo yeah. and his push off on <laughs> Russell and all of that. So yeah. <laughs> one last before we move on from Jordan and LeBron is Jordan going? I know that folks like to give LeBron a hard time for his finals record. Is is Jordan able to go to eight straight finals? Uh, if he's in the East, in the weak East that LeBron was in, maybe. I mean, he didn't play in a weak East, Jordan didn't in his day. It's amazing. So. It's amazing how time, like, we forget things and we we let it fade. Because you're like, oh, Jordan, he didn't have a three-point shot. Like, people forget, like, I remember watching the, those finals games in the, against the Jazz and stuff. And, like... It was like Tom Brady, like you were terrified of him when he had the ball. Like you knew he was going to make the play and bury. You knew what was coming. Do something. And yeah, and I think we forget about that 20 yeah. years later and, you know, 25 years later. Like how point. dominant and psychologically, yeah. like Tiger Woods was, like psychologically 
dominant he was. Um, is he like that nowadays? I think he's like that no matter what era he's in. Um, and and I and I think in yeah, a league sure. where you can't be physical with him, like Byron Russell could be, and all the bad boy, like he, it makes him even more unstoppable. I think. Um, and I think that's true. I think that's yeah. True. I think he could easily have gone to eight Probably straight. And, I mean, I, he could have gone to eight straight in the nineties if he hadn't well, retired. I, silly me. He if he yeah. hadn't retired, I was yeah. gonna say yeah, he would have gone so, to eight straight. Yeah. I mean, I honestly think that if you bring Jordan now, he's the better player, and then bringing LeBron back. I still, I, I just think it is because he dealt with all the contact. We know for sure, even with all the contact and all the players he had to face then in the East to get to where he was, he was still great. Then you, you put in the hand check rule and all the rules that benefit the offensive player. Now, like Tyler said, he's going to go off. I mean, you see, records, the records he has now is nothing to what he would have had if he and played. He, in and this people era. forget he was such a good defender as well. Like that guy, had a lot of steals. He was he a great blocked defender. the ball. He, as LeBron yeah, is. They're yeah, both, they're both And there's a reason both are yeah. considered probably top two. <laughs> you know, the top two of all time. So, Absolutely. Yeah. Well, let's talk about that other one. That, yeah. Another player, right? Black Mama. Let's swap Kobe and, and LeBron. How does LeBron look? Well, first of all, is LeBron staying Charlotte? <laughs> or is he get traded to the Lakers? <laughs> LeBron is the greatest. You make the LeBron man cry is the greatest Charlotte Hornet of all time. So, um, no. Uh, or does he go and play with Sha- Shaq and Phil Jackson eventually um, in the Lakers? What does that look like? And same thing with Kobe. Like, is Kobe the type of guy who would have left? I think Kobe may have been more so than Jordan, the type of guy who would have left Cleveland eventually because he obviously didn't want to go to Charlotte. Oh, yeah. Um, so so I don't want to focus so yes. much on yep. the Kobe aspect, yes. but like, what would LeBron and Shaq do? <laughs> A prime Shaq. <laughs> well, would you still got Shaq, in though? In Cleveland, we got to see yeah. that. Yeah, no. you still would have gotten Shaq. <laughs> that guy was the dominant player after Jordan. I mean, Shaq and LeBron on the same team. Well, I, I you know, the one of the great what ifs that we could replay is what if Just Kobe along, and Shaq yeah. could have gotten along yeah. and stayed in LA together. Um, and so, how would you know? As Jason, as you were pondering, like, how would what are the personalities? What is the drive? What is the who needs the attention? Um, I'd say LeBron showed in Miami. He doesn't have to be. The, the favorite player on the team at least the guy the guy um well I, I would argue he was the guy in miami he didn't but he wasn't the guy as far as but the he fan didn't favorite. have to be the guy correct yeah yeah and so could yeah. he have gotten along with yeah. Shaq? could Shaq have been the guy um yeah and and, and him taking the back seat from being the guy personality wise and would that have worked basketball wise i think that's where i would would have questions how they laid together necessarily yeah but i mean yeah because because they did kobe and Shaq had kind of that perfect balance of yeah the shooter and the playmaker and then just the dominant big man uh i mean but you look at it like kobe and lebron were both players coming out of high school so lebron in this scenario in 98 96 when was when was kobe drafted um but he yeah he uh comes as a high school player straight in Shaq's coming over he, I think LeBron is much more of a humble and reserved guy than Kobe was. Um, and I think, yeah, he, 
he probably could be fine much more saying let's see how many rings we can get together than than Kobe was I think I think those two guys wanted to be the man so much and I think if LeBron would have been like I'm fine playing 1b to your 1a Shaq obviously staying I think they get eight championships in a row what eight <laughs> championship appearances in a row I think I think LeBron and Shaq as dominant as those two guys are physically as smart as those two guys are on the basketball court I think they just absolutely dominate uh, uh, the NBA. Eight championships. What? Because I think Kobe and Shaq could have done it, but they just couldn't get along. Because those guys, Shaq was such a such a dominant force. I think they could have have made a run. Maybe not in a row, but they definitely could have won six, seven, eight together. So maybe eight eight in a row might be a little with that Spurs dynasty coming. I, yeah, but you talk about two of the most dominant players physically um, and basketball IQ. Like, yes, Kobe had it too. It wasn't a matter of Kobe and Shaq not having the talent to do it. It was them, their egos got in the way. If LeBron would have been more of a, I'm fine being one BNB and the facilitator to Shaq, I think that stays together longer and they dominate and they're fine. That's With me. Phil Jackson as the coach as well, right? With Phil Jackson, yeah. yeah. Jason, you buying eight championships? No. <laughs> no. Sorry, Tyler. <laughs> no way. My worry is them, they at times occupy the same space on space, the court. Space, yeah. Yeah. And so what worked with Kobe and Shaq is the spacing really worked. You know, they, you know, and I, I feel that, you know, at times Kobe and Shaq would get into their way and I think it would actually implode sooner than it did for, uh, for uh, Kobe and Shaq. So... Uh, I don't think you would get eight. I mean, maybe one or two. I mean, Shaq would want to stay. I mean, he would, they, you know, in, unless LeBron opened up, came a different player and opened up the space for Shaq and, you know, gave way to what Shaq wanted to do because Shaq was going to do what Shaq was going to do at that point in his career. He's like, I'm the man. You got to remember, he's coming from Orlando and you know, he's wanting to win championships and he's the man and he's the talk of the league and breaking the backboards and all that good stuff. And then you come in there with this young kid, LeBron, <laughs> you know, and they occupy the same space. I just don't, I mean, I don't, I, you know, it, it, it depends on how they coexist, but I, I just don't think they would, I mean, in they're two great players, but I just don't think they work together that well as like a Kobe. And let Shaq. me, let me stop you. Let me, as the Homer alert, here we go. Homer alert. Let's look at that Heat team when when Miami he went when did Shaq that, yeah. went to Miami. He, Shaq and Wade Wade wasn't known as a outside threat. He was much more of an that same space as Shaq, and they made it work. And Shaq was also at that point in his career fine with taking on and letting the young gun take the lead when it was clear he was going to be the better player. So if LeBron's doing it the entire time, there's never egos. They're getting along. Shaq's this happy-go-lucky guy. I love watching him with Barkley and Kenny Smith. It's so great. But, like, I think they could have made that work. And you put shooters around him. You put Glenn Rice, Robert Ory, Rick Fox. You put these defensive guys who can shoot. I think in that league when scoring was down, they Shaq has shown he can, A, play with the young guys. He played with Penny just fine. He played with Wade just fine. He played with Kobe just fine, and it was more of the off-court stuff. Um, but but he could play with guys in the same space uh, as well, as long as you have the right pieces around you. Yeah, and I would be so. intrigued, you know, 
if somehow they would have been able to add LeBron and Shaq and then Pau Gasol, who was on those later championship teams, right? <laughs> yeah. Ooh, now I might be listening to your, I don't know about eight, Tyler, but I might be listening to, just like, okay, okay. Like, but I mean, you know, to your point see. though, Tyler, yes, Wade played well with Shaq. It was kind of the same instance with LeBron, but Wade's game is still different than LeBron's. And Wade was more amendable to what Shaq was doing at the time. And Shaq was later in his career too. So he was very, he was more limited than he was then. Do you think, do you think LeBron would not have been? I don't think his game lent himself to like Kobe's did to, or even Wade's at the time when he was developing for that. Now, I mean, I think you could see some of it, but not a lot of it. Anthony Davis's game is different than Shaq's, right? Like, I think we can admit yeah. that. I, I, as He's much terrible, more of an yeah. guy. As terrible, I was going to say, as terrible as the Lakers are shooting, like, I've watched, the, I've watched him particularly take and make three-pointers regularly this season, I think, and Shaq that wasn't part of his game. But having said that, there is a precedent for LeBron playing with a dominant big man and being successful with Anthony Davis, even though it's a diff- slightly different game. Um, and so I'd wonder if that would be like, Tyler, are you are, you, you know, or maybe I should ask Jason, are you buying, you know, can LeBron play with a big center dominant man and won a championship with the Lakers? The I think he win a about? championship with him. I have no doubt he could win a championship with Shaq. Do I think he can win six, seven, eight? No. Eight? What's this guy? He's, he's too much well, and, 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 over and, here, right? <laughs> not five, not six, eight. And we didn't get five or six. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, I, I think it's a good point. And I think that those instances, I look at LeBron with, with Davis, like when they beat the Heat in the bubble, like Davis carried that team. Like obviously LeBron had to be there and did a lot, but Davis was the MVP. Like he's the one that dominated Miami. When I look at the championship, Cleveland won with LeBron. Obviously, they needed LeBron. LeBron was like the most important piece. But Kyrie in game six and seven took over. And I think LeBron was fine with it. And he, he blocked Iguodala and like he was fine with it. And so I think LeBron has the attitude. And you look at what he did with the Heatles and stuff like he has the attitude. Like I can take a backseat to the more dominant guy. If that more dominant guy is going to produce. Absolutely. And, and he has the uh, game. I, I think he I would have done say. that more with Shaq. Yeah. Right. I have the, I, do I need to be a distributor? Do I need to make the shots? Do I need to get yeah, the dirty exactly. stuff? Whatever it might be like, he's willing to do that for sure. And I look at, I look at like when you mentioned Kobe Shaq, what's the picture that comes to mind for you? Cause the picture that comes to mind for me is Kobe going to the lane against the Blazers, lobbing it over Brian Grant to Shaq one-handed alley who put in the Blazers away. That was beautiful, by it's the one way. one of the like, most iconic <laughs> plays in the NBA history. And, and like, they could, have, they could have done that for years if they just would have gotten their ego out of the way. I think LeBron... You think he would have alley-ooped? I think he would have tried just to slam it myself or lay it in. <laughs> <laughs> LeBron makes the right play he more makes the right often play. than not. He yeah, has a absolutely. high basketball IQ. I, I rag on LeBron a lot, but he has a very high basketball IQ. I just don't see him doing that, IQ. though, in that moment. And that was a beautiful play by Kobe. I still, though, will say this. I will say this. I think um, LeBron and Shaq are a better fit than Kobe on the Heat, you know, with Wade and Bosh. I, I will say that. I, I think that. Or certainly the Cavs, absolutely. Oh, my God, the Cavs, yes. Cleveland. <laughs> if he even would have We don't want to rag on Cleveland, but, like, he would Yeah, exactly, right? Like, what? where am I? Yeah. You want me to stay seven years? Yeah. Like, 
What? He wouldn't even come to Charlotte. I mean, you think he's going to Cleveland? There's no way he's going to Cleveland. He almost ended up in <laughs> Chicago, right? That was one of the trades. Yeah. I think also yeah, the that Clippers was and all of that. Thanks for joining us today. You can follow us at Replay the Down on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. If you haven't yet subscribed, make sure to hit that follow button and share it with your friends. We want to hear from you. What if LeBron had swapped places with either Jordan or Kobe? That's our show. I'm Tyler. I'm Nathan. And I'm still taking all the heat from the LeBron fans. And join us on our next episode as we replay the down. 